All right, boys, we ready? Yep, all set. Marcus, is your mic plugged in and turned on? Yes, my mic is on. Tyler, what are the odds that you're actually in studio for this one? 80-20. 80-20, you're here, or 80-20, you're on the road? Don't worry about it. Play the intro. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train. <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette and Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. New Westminster, North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Kizmenko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Woo! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to episode 83 of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Erlinson, and I'm joined, as always, by my fabulous co-host, Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? And producer Alex Smith. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? So, uh, <laughs> you just take my thing. <laughs> I'm just testing out different, you know, ways to say hello by, by taking what I say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Also, it's not as always because you guys weren't here last week. That time. is very true. We have yeah. a lot more bodies in the studio. How did that week? go, by the way? Ooh. How How were you guys alone? <laughs> yeah. Silence. Wait, wait. Well, yeah, no, you, neither of you answered my question. I, I, I was just thinking back to it. I'm like, how did they record the podcast alone? Yeah, like I was just thinking how here, they, how and did, I wasn't here, but I forgot that I was on the road. Yeah, I was just thinking, how did they get in your house? <laughs> I, I hit a spare key, and I told them where it was. Oh, okay, okay. It's a bad yeah. move. So that's how we got here. But <laughs> right. I think it went great. Yeah, I yep. think it went really well. From people that, like, reached out, they said it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're getting fan mail now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, okay. I hate the guy that talks about the Canucks all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of hate that guy, too. I hate the host. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I heard a lot of, can we get more of the producer and Jake show? Yeah, that's, that's what I heard, Right. Too. Okay, yeah. so you guys are going to like split off and go solo, like a Freddie Mercury type deal. <laughs> Freddie Mercury? Yeah, he left Queen to be his own solo guy and failed miserably, so then he went back to Queen because ultimately he was nothing without them. Kind I, of like how you guys are nothing without me and Tyler. I think we should just split this podcast up in half, Marcus and I, and then you guys... All right, yeah. sounds but good. Let's we're go. taking the roadcaster. <laughs> Next time you two aren't available, me and Tyler are going to do an episode, and we're going to compare all the stats. We're going to see who got more <laughs> listens, who <laughs> shut, how many people tuned out of which podcast first. Well, we actually do split into those two teams on our next YouTube channel or uh, video. Yeah, we did, didn't we? That's right. Yeah, for those of you who didn't catch our last YouTube video that we just put up, uh, we did some uh, Beaver Buzz taste testing, and. Uh, what a delicious energy drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually quite good. Uh, yeah. But we do have a part two. It's pretty wacky, and that's going to be coming out sometime this week. Yeah. So okay, well, what is your guys' favorite flair? flavor? Jake? Oh, it's got to be the Canadian Punch. That was good. Alex? Going to go with Saskatoon Berry. Ooh, good choices. Marcus? I hate to agree with Jake, but Canadian Punch was really good. Why do you hate to agree with me? It's just it's, over an it's energy not drink. Fun. I, I don't like it. I don't feel okay. good about it. Whatever. That one was definitely <laughs> delicious and one of my favorites, but I have to go with root beer. I think root beer was my favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of Beaver Buzz Energy Drink, they're our sponsor. They, right. Sponsors. We got, <laughs> right. We have our fake sponsor and our real sponsor. I'll uh, run through that right now. Uh, first of all, our fake sponsor is just a joke because we have a real sponsor. 
This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by... Oh, wait, no, I usually do the... This is a really weird... Beaver yeah. Buzz energy. <laughs> yeah, I usually do Beaver yeah. Buzz first, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast, and every week, is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here in Vancouver Boys <laughs> Studios are all Beaver Buzzing. And our fake sponsor this week, this week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast, is not brought to you by Shock Top. Much like Roberto Luongo, Shock Top doesn't get the credit it deserves because of the mainstream media. Shock Top, very, very good beer. <laughs> that is the nicest fake sponsor you've ever done. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really? almost it as, yeah, as if is. you were hinting towards something. Yeah. I didn't think it was yeah. that nice, but we were talking about this earlier. Shock Top, yeah. very underrated beer. Absolutely. And it just, you know. I don't know. Fruity goodness. It gets disrespected when it doesn't deserve it. I don't, no. I don't even know if I've ever had a Shock Top. So I, I was going to say, most exactly. people either haven't had it or haven't seen a commercial for it. I know a lot of people who've never even heard of it. Yeah. All right, but Friday it's really night, good. I'll buy a case, and then you can try it, Alex. Can you buy a case of Shock Top? Yes, I feel you like can. it's only on tap. Like I've never no, no, seen, you, you can get a case. I think it comes in bottles. No, no, it's in... It's in Definitely in cats. I like the beer taps too. It's got like the wedge of an orange yeah. with sunglasses on, and I think it has like a mohawk yeah. or something. It's yeah. a cool looking logo. My uh, my next place is going to have actual taps that I'm going to wire into the house. Oh, You're just going to run it through sick. the counter. Yeah, that I'm going to. When I when I build, I'm going to actually run taps and like lines through to a back room, and I'm going to have kegs of like. You're going to have fucking of- plumbing lines running yeah. to a brewery somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in my house. <laughs> he's just going to buy a distillery and he's. Gonna- <laughs> I'm going to live in it. <laughs> but no, you just wait and see. A new studio coming soon. Yeah. With fully functioning, unlimited beer taps. Yep. Boys are getting buzzed. <laughs> Beaver buzzed. Sure, yeah. Well, that's Love enough uh, That's enough shock top. Yes. Talk. Back let's, to the Beaver buzz. Yeah, let's talk about uh, the Vancouver Canucks. Okay. Marcus, because you didn't get to talk about them last week, why not. don't you take it away this week? We've got a lot built up, and I'm trying to figure out what order to talk about this in. But I'm going to start with some off-ice stuff first. The big news is that Roberto Luongo has just unveiled or revealed or how... Announced. Announced. Whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I get announced. Fine, if you want to be boring about it. Uh, he will be entering the Canucks... Hall, sorry, not the Hall of Fame. The Ring of Honor uh, next season at some point. Why next season? Couldn't tell you. It's not like they have a lot planned this year. Oh, they're planning the parade. Come on, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Easy answer. I set yeah. you up for that one. Right. Did we not talk about this like a month ago? About like players that would go into the Ring of Honor and players that would go and get their number retired. Yeah, and I think yeah. we're all unanimous that we think he should get his number retired. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I do I, think that. I think he should get his number retired in Florida. It already is. Yeah. So you've which, got your wish. Which yeah. is why he should be in the Ring of, Ring of Honor in Vancouver. But no, that makes no, no sense. He, he was a better player for Vancouver than he was for Florida. Can't have your number retired in two places. You shouldn't even have it retired. To Gretzky. Nobody should have their number retired in the first place. You're a Blues fan. What's one of the... What? Fuck Gretzky, all right? (laughs) You are one of the only teams in the league that has retired a player's number (laughs) that has also been retired in other cities. Yeah, but to be fair, his jersey is retired across. Nobody can wear 99. Like That's a different story. I think Martin Brodeur should get retired in St. Louis. 
<laughs> oh my god! What an awful stint! Oh my! I always forget about goodness. that. Goodness! And then he started working yeah, in he St. Louis management. Yeah, yeah, he worked for them for oh, a long right. time. That too. was so weird. Now he just works for Enterprise Rental Cars. Haunts you with those. <laughs> no, he's like an assistant GM in New, in New Jersey now. Oh, I thought you were gonna say with Enterprise Rental Cars. I was like, really? I thought he was just the commercial guy. Yeah, he's the new president of the company. <laughs> Be like the yeah. Save on Foods guy. Yeah, Daryl Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl, super nice guy. Underrated nice guy. How do you know Daryl Jones? I've worked in his house a few times. And my uh, good buddy of mine was married to his daughter. Daryl Jones. Daryl Steeles. Think they'd sponsor the podcast? Was married. Uh, (laughs) Abort. I think we should start a campaign in Vancouver to get like a chant going for when they're, you know, Introducing Luongo or whatever next year. Yeah, if only they, starts. if only we had a chant that we did no, for no, Luongo no, shut or up. something that the shut up, not Lou, I mean <laughs> Lou. <laughs> like obviously they're gonna do that, but like something where they can chant it, so it's like, hey, his number should have been retired, not just Ring of Honor. Retire I mean, we his can... number, or I'll go under. What? <laughs> That's a little bleak, but like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Alex is naying in the background. <laughs> like I'm thinking something like like. Raise his number. You're like, you know what I mean? We could retire oh. his number in the studio. <laughs> Remember I opened that mystery box and it was a Longo jersey? Oh, yeah. I don't know. We could talk to yeah. Nashville. They'd probably do it. They would. Oh, facts. <laughs> Let's bring out so, the Luongo signs a one-day contract <laughs> to retire as a Nashville Predator, <laughs> and they build a statue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing these jokes never get old, eh? I think if the Preds actually get, like, a really decent player one day, they will rename the stadium after them. <laughs> 100%. I'm still pissed that they changed it from Gaylord Entertainment Center. It used to be Gaylord Entertainment Center? Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah. What yeah, PS3 name did they name it? <laughs> before Bridgestone Arena, it was called the Gaylord Entertainment Center. <laughs> Gaylord Entertainer 96. <laughs> hashtag 69. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. What? what business is that? The the Gaylord Entertainment. I don't know. I'll just. I don't know like why it was called the Gaylord Entertainment Center. You're gonna have some cool. weird search history after this. Your parents are gonna have yeah. some questions. Gaylord <laughs> Entertainment Entertainment for Gaylords. Yeah, make sure <laughs> make sure you add center onto the end. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I can't believe you thought looking that up was going to be a good so idea. Porn. <laughs> gay Lord Entertainment Center. It sounds like a gay porn site. Like, come on. God. You know what else kind of sounds like a gay porn studio? Vancouver Boys Studios. It sounds like something they make gay porn. Yeah. At least there isn't a black casting coach in there. <laughs> so what is... Uh, oh no 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 no! I can't find any reason why they it doesn't it. even exist. It d- they yeah, just you, named their stadium Gaylord Center. When you when you look up Gaylord Entertainment Center, it shows Bridgestone Arena. Oh, so, oh no no no! So. Don't, don't put the center. Just put put Gaylord. No, Entertainment. I'm not doing that. <laughs> anyway, uh, but let's continue with the banner jokes. Those aren't old. Let's keep going with those jokes. Yeah, well, I think we are kind of transitioning that to Vancouver, though, and just the problems we're having with banners. Yes. And to me, they've dropped the ball twice in a row here because Kevin Bieksa should have been in the Ring of Honor. Instead, they just signed him to a one-day contract, and they honored him without actually doing anything. 
And now Luongo, who should get his number retired, is just going into the Ring of Honor. It just it, it seems like they they have a lot of opportunities to engage some fans that are really frustrated with the team right now, and they're just whiffing on them. It, it's really strange to me. Yeah, they're saving that banner space for the. Uh... Kazmenko, Pedersen, Mikheyev line. <laughs> oh, yeah, all three of them <laughs> are going That whole into the line is going into the rafters. Well, what I do have to say about that line, they are statistically the best scoring line in hockey right now. And last game against the uh, Washington Capitals, they were out there for every single goal against. <laughs> <laughs> they were. Offense. They were. Not, not ideal. Not it, it was a tough no. game, though. It but was th- a but tough that's game. not common for no. them Oh, either. God, no. They're, they're usually... Uh, Pretty decent defensively. It's yeah. funny because like early in the season, we've been hearing a lot of talk about, oh, can is Patterson a candidate for the Selkie? Oh, this kind of changes things. Uh, one Actually, bad game I don't think changes. No. Just shows that he's human. Yeah. Also, I saw a recent poll that suggested he was in fourth place for heart voting. Hey, you know who voted Elias Patterson to be the Selkie winner this year at the beginning of the season? I did. I'm smart. I have to go back and fact check that. But I, I voted know, like, Demko for Vesna, and he's a backup right now. <laughs> yeah. I also voted Miller for the heart, and that's a toughie. Yeah. yeah, I have to go back and look. We should all go back, like in like a month or so, or oh, maybe yeah. in the new year. Yeah, maybe like halfway our, mark yeah. at the season. Yeah, yeah, and then we can re-project what we think. Yeah. We need to add more awards to the NHL. Like, I want like the NFL, like the comeback player of the year. I want like the most. I want the Charmin Ultra Soft Player of the Year, softest player in the league. <laughs> Whoever dives the most, who would be the softest player right now in the league? Yeah. Oh, it's a uh, it's Stutzel. Yeah, he's been flopping yeah. like crazy. Oh, I, I haven't remember, seen that. I just remember Ga- uh, Gallagher calling him out because yeah. he would like get hit and then stay on the ice, like wouldn't get up. Yeah. Oh, right, he would yeah, just yeah, flop. Yeah. yeah, did you guys see that interview though with? Uh, um, <clears throat> Ilya Mikheyev and uh, Andre Kuzmenko, where they were talking about their line and their chemistry and stuff with Elias Patterson. I didn't actually know. Oh, well, Kuzmenko was pretty much just like that they're doing a lot of talking and, and whatnot, and that's how like they talk, 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 talk all the time, and they're always going over stuff. And then Mikheyev was like, Pedersen's our brain. <laughs> he, he tells us what to do, and we do it pretty much. like That does add up, because when I see... One of the only problems I have with this line is they pass too much. They have so many times where they set up a really good high danger chance. And instead of shooting it, they try to get too fancy and make like a blind pass or do something right in front of the net. It, it reminds me of the Sedins. And I love the Sedins, but that used to drive me mental. Now we got the Russian Sedins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Elias Pettersson. <laughs> Elias Pettersson. <laughs> But that's the thing. It seems like a lot of their plays are really well set up. And there's a lot of times where even when stuff doesn't work, you're watching it and you're going, oh, they drew that up. That wasn't yeah. a coincidence. Like, they did that on purpose. But they just get too fancy sometimes. They need to be a little bit more selfish and just see when you have, an say, an 80% scoring chance, you don't have to try to force a pass to make it 100%. Just yeah. shoot. I mean, you give them a little bit of time. Um a few more games, more repetitions, and those are going to start connecting. They're going to start shooting more. They're going to be scoring even more than they already are. We need to name this line, though. <laughs> like, it, it's kind of embarrassing that they don't have a name yet because they've been so good this year. Well, what numbers do we have with them? We got 65, 40, N- and, and 96. <laughs> yeah. Beats me. You <laughs> <laughs> can call them the QP line, like QP mayonnaise. 
What? What? <laughs> Why? Because they're white, dude. What? <laughs> yeah, so, the QP line. What? Okay. What is this mayonnaise thing? I don't get. Okay. This. Well, you've never heard of QP mayonnaise? No. What does that have to do with Elias it's, Pedersen? I've heard of I'll like. Get there, I'll, get there. I'll get there. QP <laughs> mayonnaise is uh, like uh, like Japanese mayonnaise. It's oh, like, like Japa a dog. Bit, no, not like Japa dog. That's. <laughs> That's a failed like <laughs> company, the Japanog Ice Shaker Company. <laughs> Doesn't Rob Gronkowski's brother own that? Yeah, great. Inside jokes are great. What, do you want to explain? Yeah, that? let's make that an no. outside yeah, joke. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, let's leave it as an inside joke. I don't want to talk about it. So when Jake was uh, reaching God. out to some sponsors, yeah, he decided, you know what? Let's get sponsored by Japanog. <laughs> Because we want to sound legit, right? (laughs) So he sent them an email saying, hello, ice shaker. (laughs) No, 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 no. no, no. You're telling telling the story wrong. Now I got to hear Jake tell it. It didn't happen. It it exactly happened that way where he sent... Fabrication. No, so I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was that he he sent a message addressed to Jappa Dog, but then accidentally sent it to a different company. No, no, he sent the message directed as... To Ice Shaker, to Jappadog. Oh. Oh, oh I misunderstood the story then. So it's funny now. No, it was funnier when I thought he... It was a hot dog company. Yeah, I thought he messaged like Manscaped and was like, Dear Jappadog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, come on. I'm not, I'm not that stupid. Anyway, so this whole QP thing. Right. Okay. Back to the mayonnaise. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's a Japanese mayonnaise. It's pretty good. That's not the point. Kuzmenko is the K and the U. And then Pedersen, you know, QP, Kuzmenko Pedersen. Oh, I pictured it spelled like Q-U-P-I. Sure. What? If you were going to spell QP. Well, QP is actually spelled K. I think it's K-E-W-P-I-E. No. QP. That would like if if you were. Yeah, but you looked at me like I was an idiot for spelling it with a C. Yeah, you are. Cupid. How do you spell Cupid? Q-U-P-I-D. This is the stupidest. Are you stupid? It like it would work that no, way. No, you're stupid. <laughs> Wait, you said Q? You yeah, said Q U P I D. Cupid. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> call him the QP line. Do you know how to spell Cupid? Oh, God. Yeah, like I know it's with a C, but it could be a Q U. I could spell my name with a Z, but it's not. <laughs> Where could the Z go? If my it's grandmother silent. had wheels, okay. she'd be a bicycle. I just saw that. Where did I see that? What is that yeah. from? That's from a talk show in England. Uh, and then the lady's like, you know, if this had ham, it'd be closer yeah, to a yeah. carbonara. Yeah. And he's like, if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so... so yeah, wait, wait, where so, does Mikheyev come into this? Mikheyev. Absolutely not. We are not <laughs> going... Get are you trying to pull the I from the middle of his name? <laughs> we would have better luck letting Elias Pettersson go get his Russian citizenship and just calling him the Russian line. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's going to be filing for a Russian citizenship right now. Oh, man, you can't make jokes like that. It wasn't really a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what number is 65. 65. EK65. Isn't that a stick? That's my stick? Yeah. Why do you know that? It's a... Uh, I'm... No, I'm because I was thinking of EK60. Wait, no. You're thinking of Eric Carlson. Is he wearing uh, 65? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so they're the Eric Carlson We're not Carlson calling line. them the Eric the Carlson line. <laughs> well, Eric Carlson's killing it right now. So. I kind of like it. Yeah, no. EK, I that like is it. the new name. EK65. This is so weird. 
EK65. Let's We're do it. We're naming them Eric after Carlson. Eric Carlson. Anyway, what's going on? What else is going on in Canucks news? Well, Eric Carlson has more points than that whole line. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> that line is on fire. Also, he's a defenseman. <laughs> hey, he's unreal. He's got 10 yeah. goals. So in Canucks news. Right. In Canucks news, they also uh, did something a, a little controversial, and it's stirring up some opinions. Jack Rathbone and Vasily Podkolzin sent to Abbotsford. I called it. I like it. You called Pod Colson getting sent down? Yeah, After he, I watched that game, uh, I went to a game a while ago, and I when I came back... That's a Jappa dog. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hot dog. Um, yeah, I called it. When we went to the game, I said that he looked, he kept falling, he was bobbling the puck, he just didn't have the confidence. And I said that the best thing for him is to get sent down. And he is sent down. And in his first game in Abbotsford, he scored an empty netter. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. But no, I think it's the best thing for him, and I think Jack Rathbone needs to be traded sooner rather than later. I, I really wonder what they're going to do with Rathbone because, like, they, I'm glad they're being smart enough to let him play now. Like, they don't care where he plays as long as he is playing. Mm. But I think this is someone you got to keep in your system. Like, I would much rather trade an Ethan Bear or, oh, my God, I'd get rid of Riley Stillman in a heartbeat. But I, we're not going to get as much back. As if we were to trade Jack Rathbone. No, but the problem is this team needs defense anyway. And we're not, like, if we're going to get defense, we're not going to get it from trading a defender. We're going to get it from trading a forward to a team that needs more offense. He's a, I don't know, I feel like he's a good pairing piece. You throw him with Besser. <clears throat> get a Ooh, nice top you could, you could get a nicer return throwing. You yeah. could... You could, but I don't want to. I feel like we go through this every week. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out trades. I saw, actually, I saw on Twitter, because I'm there all the time. Right, at Vancouver Boys underscore. Yeah. These uh, <laughs> these people were talking about the Vancouver Canucks, and this one lady in particular was livid that Brock Besser got taken off the first power play unit. I mean, honestly, I... Love the fact that Besser's not on it because I think Kuzmenko is the better option and right. leaving him with Pedersen just keeps that chemistry out there. Yeah, I agree. And yes, Besser scored in that game, but in the next game they took him off. But I think better, Besser is definitely better on the second unit than he is as like the bottom feeder on the first unit. Besser needs, if he's on the power play, he needs to play that slot. And Bo Horvath has taken that slot on the first line power play, I think. There's no way Besser's taking that spot away from him. No. And yeah. Because Manko's better net front presence, yeah. and he's just as handy with the puck. He's actually, he's probably way better with the puck yeah, down in the corners. Yeah, I think Besser needs to play that slot. And like, yeah, he's only going to play it on the second. And the second's not bad. No. He's probably going to get the most chances. He's going to get way more chances on the second than he will on the first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you have a bunch of good players that don't move the puck as well, but you still have OEL, who's a proven offensive guy. Garland. Connor Garland, Ilya Mikheyev, yeah. um, Brock Besser, and whoever the heck else they put on there. Besser is a player that I think is, he's getting pushed out of the lineup here. And I hate to see it because I really, really like him. But I don't think he's going to get the opportunities he needs to be the player he can be here. Like, I think he's going to get traded and he's going to explode on another team. I just don't, he, he can't do that playing on the third line. No. But I, I also don't blame them for having him on the third line because that Patterson line, you're not breaking up. Their chemistry is insane. They're staying together. Yep. Uh, Besser and Horvat, or sorry, not Besser, uh, Miller and Horvat have to play together yeah. because they yeah. seem to have <clears throat> wicked chemistry. 
they're kind of moving Hoaglander and Garland on and off of that line because both of them are really good at board battles and they can feed the puck. They're really good at that. But that really leaves Besser in this weird position because he's not really a playmaker. He's not that strong in the puck. All he can do is shoot, but he's not playing with players that can get him the puck to do that. Yeah, you don't want a shooter on your third line. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. He, he's a sniper. He needs to be in the top six, but there's not a spot for him here. Yeah. And, and I love the guy. I don't want to see him go, but I think it's the best move for the team. I think it's the best move for him, too. I yeah, agree. I don't see him getting any better on this team. I, I think if you're the Vancouver Canucks and if you want to keep Bo Horvat, which, I mean, they have he's to their want. captain. Like, they got to want to keep him. I think you have to move Besser. You have to move Garland. And you have to move one of your expensive defensemen. And then you can re-sign Bo Horvat next year along with Andre Kuzmenko. Yeah, Kuzmenko's contract is going to be an interesting conversation I, at the end of this year. I don't think we're getting both. I think we got one or the other. I don't see a world where we trade both Garland, Besser, and an expensive defenseman and be able to bring back Bo Horvat, who's probably going to want a similar contract to JT Miller, probably more, and Kuzmenko, who will probably get the same amount as Brock Besser. Maybe even a little bit more. Yeah, that's the thing about Kuzmenko is I really wonder how much he's actually worth. Because a, like as good of a player as he is, most of his goals are just goals he gets perfectly set up for by Pedersen and what about his breakaway goal against uh, yeah, well, set that, up by Miller? That's what I said. Not all of his goals, but a lot of them seem to come that way. So I, I think that he may actually price himself right out of the city because we're not going to be able to afford to keep him. And I personally don't think he might be worth what he could end up asking for. Yeah, I think our, our best shot at keeping him is having Mikheyev and Pod Colson on this team. That might be our only savior with getting a little bit of a discount. Yeah, just having other <clears throat> Russians. Um, especially ones that he's known and like now he's probably living with them. Like, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if, like, him and Mikheyev were living together or him and Pods were living together or something like that. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me at all. I but think I, sorry, go. Did you guys see Rope Hintz's contract? I did. He just got, got 8.4 a year. Horvat's camp's probably looking at that like, <coughs> all right, that's at least what we're looking for. And Pedersen's up right after, uh, I forget if it's next year or the year after, but he'll be about the same age. I believe it's after next season Pedersen's contract yeah. is up. Pedersen will get more. He'll get double digits. Yeah, I, I can see Pedersen getting at least 10. Yeah. It, it really depends on like how the rest of the season goes for him, I think. I think our best bet with Kuzmenko is to trade him at the deadline. I know probably a lot of people I, don't like hearing that. Oh, I hate to agree with you, but I think but you're right. A guy that's They on, trade him, I'll never um, watch this team again. He's on a minimum uh, entry-level contract. Uh, nothing after this year, and he's playing crazy. Any team would take that in a heartbeat, give us a first round, first round and a second rounder. Like there's not much to say. I don't I don't see a world where it's a better idea to re-sign him to a multi-year contract. Unless it's like a one year, which I don't see why he would take a one year. I think that we have to trade him at the deadline. <clears throat> if we trade him, we trade Horvat. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if I agree with that. I if, I think, if we're trading him. And we're going after picks. We need to trade Horvat and go after picks. Well, I don't know. Because I, I think if you trade Kuzmenko, you can then flip those picks, whatever it is, whether it's a first and a third or whatever they are. You can try to flip that for a solid right-handed defenseman, which this team desperately needs. Well, I think 
I think Kuzmenko goes no matter what. I think Horvat goes if we're not in a playoff spot by the deadline. If we're in a playoff spot, I think it's probably smart to keep him, see where it goes. But if we're not, then yeah, get what you can from him. Try to resign him in the offseason or something. Or just wish him well. Like we talk about odd man out. It's Besser, Garland, and I think Horvat's starting to join that conversation. Even though he is our best player, like just the money he's going to want, I don't see him taking a hometown discount. I don't know why. I just don't see it happening. No, it sounds like his agent's definitely been playing hardball so far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like again, it's fun to say, oh yeah, we're just going to keep everyone, but it's it's not realistic. Someone, at least one person's going to have to go. Who would you guys rather have, Pedersen or Besser? Or uh, uh, Pedersen? <laughs> <laughs> or Horvat? Pedersen. Right? Yeah, it has start, to be. Pedersen's younger. And you got to start looking at the future. Pedersen's younger and he's a more well rounded player. It's weird to think of Horvat and not think of the future anymore. Yeah. Hor- Horvat's. Can score goals, but he's not the playmaker Pedersen is. Pedersen can still score with the best of them. Yeah. And Pedersen needs to shoot more. Pedersen's IQ is way better. Yeah. And I think uh, having Pedersen. face offs, though. Having Pedersen and a good top four, potentially top two D man that we could probably sign or something like that in the offseason, then Pedersen and Bo Horvat. I'm taking the defenseman and uh, Pedersen every day. Yeah, no, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I have to say you're right there. Can I have a tea? Yeah. Thanks. Do you want a cold one? There's cold ones in the no, fridge. No, no, I want a warm one. <laughs> Supposed to crack it, <laughs> suck it back. Hey, suck Go back on. a warm tea. <laughs> we got more Canucks news, or do we want to jump over into goof or something? Or What a goof! That's right. <laughs> Welcome to the biggest goof of the week. This is my part of the show. This is my segment where I find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring it up with the guys and we have a little chat about it. And how, and how could it not be this week? The one, the only Jack Edwards. I hate this guy. I Yes, I knew, I knew this was coming. Was yeah, so I think everyone knew this was coming. The story that came out involving Jack Edwards this week, absolutely appalling. Um, I could explain the entire situation, but instead I just want to play the clip that has been going viral of Jack Edwards um, play-by-play commenting on the uh, Bruins and Lightning game from this past week. So here is that clip. 's appalling it's also hilarious it it's is hilarious also bullying it is bullying yeah, but tough. here's the thing the only reason what like I hate Jack Edwards more than anyone but the only reason I don't hate this that much is just because Pat Maroon's made fun of himself for it all the time like he's very open to joking about it like mm-hmm. it's not like something he's you know I mean, again, Still, it's one of those comments where your buddy's yeah, just a no, piece of shit for you, opening You, you his don't mouth. do it, but I like that this is the kind of offensive where it's still funny, and I'm allowed yeah. to admit that. For me, it's not really about content. It's more about the medium 
right? It's if he was a player on the ice saying this shit, who cares? Jack Edwards is a commentator that, and his voice is being broadcast all over the world. Yeah. Right. It's different, right? It's the medium that it was set in that makes it a problem. Yeah. What about all these other kids that are out there that are 238 pounds and a little bit overweight and they're listening to this and now they're like, oh, well, yeah. apparently I'm just fat. It's, it, it's tough, right? Cause like for me, obviously like growing up, that was something I was challenged with. And like, there were guys that always bugged me about that. And it was like, whatever, right. You're trying to get in your head or whatever. And you kind of just brush it past. But I cannot imagine if I knew that there was a voice out there projecting this insecurity to the world. Yeah. That's so crazy to me, right? You, like Jack you, Edwards is not a part of the team and He's not on the ice. He's not a player. And he's just projecting it out there. Did you see what Pat Maroon did? Yeah. So that's obviously the second half of the story. So Pat Maroon obviously finds out about this. And so he decides that he's going to make a donation uh, in Jack Edwards' name to Men's Mental Health um, Foundations, which obviously, as you guys are well aware of, if you've listened to any episode within the last month, we are major advocates of. So me hearing this news, I just love it. And I think it was the perfect response Pat Maroon could have had. Agreed. And yeah, he invited other Tampa Bay Lightning and other hockey fans to donate as well. He shared the link. as well. Yeah. It's t- turning a bad situation to a good situation. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And yeah, I mean, Pat Maroon, like ev- everyone jokes about him, but really classy guy from all accounts. Absolutely. Again, back to back to back Stanley Cup champion. Almost Pat four in a row. Yeah. yeah. If he didn't run into mental. the avalanche, almost four in a row. Yeah, no, he, he's one of those guys that just... You don't hear of many people that don't like him, right? Yeah. And yeah, it sucks that someone like Jack Edwards did that, but that also is what almost makes it, like, matter less because it's Jack Edwards and no one cares what Jack Edwards thinks. But that's a problem, right? Like, Unless you're from Boston. Yeah, like, this guy is massively influential. Like, if you talk to any Bruins fan, they will go to the grave backing Jack Edwards, which doesn't make any sense to me, but yeah, they always These do. are the same fans that back Marchand when he's... Like, yeah, you know, to off me, the ice is one of the nicest people in the world, but on the yeah, ice, sure, but yeah, like, but on the ice, shit. he's tried to end people's careers. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, anyways, the whole thing to me is just that, like, I know that, well, I shouldn't say this, but I think nothing will come of this for Jack Edwards. You know, he'll re- receive no repercussion. I think you know? you're going to hear at the very least an on-air apology. Yeah, I hope that's the case. And I, I hope we've heard it by the time this episode airs, because as yeah. we kind of joked about earlier, we don't totally know when this episode's coming out. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully sometime between Friday and the following Friday. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get it before the next episode after this one. <laughs> that's right. Anyways, but so there you go. The biggest goof of the week. Jack Edwards, commentator for the Boston Bruins. Play-by-play commentator. That's a good goof. I've wanted to make him the goof so many times. Yeah. Well, he definitely fit the bill this time. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Biggest goof of the week. Yeah. Well, trivia. Oh, here we go. Wait, we should go to break first. Alex Ald. Where is Holtby's contract right now? Vancouver. He doesn't have one. I know for a fact we're still paying. He got bought out. He is on a team. But, right, he got bought out. So, would that count as being I know for a fact the Canucks are still paying him. Yes, we are. Same with Jake Vertanen. <laughs> Did he get re-signed? Vertanen? No, not Vertanen. Holby. Did he get re-signed by a team? After uh, he left Vancouver? Yes, he did. For was it Dallas? I think it was Dallas. 
No, I thought we got him from Dallas. We did get him from Dallas. We came from. Oh no, no, no! We got him from Washington. Then he went to Dallas after. Oh, you're right. It was Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jake, That's Jake's, right. Jake's on the ball. Yep. It's not common. Okay, I'm going with Dallas. Final answer. I'm going with Vancouver. Well, I think his last. Well, I think Alex even knows what's going no, on. Alex is frantically googling right now. Okay, so the last season he played for <clears throat> was uh, Brayden Hope. He's a free agent. <laughs> yeah. <there you> <laughs> So the only people paying him is Vancouver. <laughs> Trivia, okay. he's got no contract. <laughs> Where is his contract now? Everyone's like rattling their brains trying to figure it out. Alex is like, yeah, he's retired. <laughs> he just, Where the fuck are we going to edit back into this? Holy oh, I don't shit. Know. Well, no, because we asked. What? Uh, oh, no. Let's just go to break. We'll, and we'll figure out a way to edit that in. Right after another word from our sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Beaver Buzz Energy. Thank you so much, Beaver Buzz, for supporting the boys. We here at Vancouver Boys Studios are all Beaver no, Buzz. What? What? Did you say donut? No, I didn't. I said no, we're not. Oh, we'll be right back. There you go. I'm going to have to redo that. We're going to have to cut so much out of that mm-hmm. first half. We said so many unspeakable and offensive things. Yeah, there's what happens when you get all four of us in a room. Like, we might, we might like, need to take that, that to break again. So the Gaylord shit? When Mike said, Gaylord Entertainment, entertainment for Gaylord. <laughs> that wasn't even that creative. I know, but it was I, so funny. There have been a few where I've just like thrown shit at the wall, and Alex is like, that's the funniest thing I've <laughs> yeah, ever heard. Well, I cracked this guy up because... We oh yeah! <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so so you know we went to Five Guys before we came here. Okay, yeah. So I thought you had Chipotle. Uh, I went to the taco place beside Five Guys. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Sorry. So Lucho Burrito. And so Jess, I, Jess I picked up someone. Five Guys, and Alex goes to the taco place beside Five Guys. But when he pulls up to the building, the only two parking spots that are by the entrance, you know, it's usually handicapped. Yeah. Now it's electric or alternative fuel. Okay. Is what the sign is. That's the only kind of parking it is. Okay. And, you know, it's kind of late at night, so there's no one around, so whatever, we just pull in. And I made a joke to Alex because he drives a Civic. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, yeah, what kind of alternative fuel does this take? And he made some joke first about like, oh, it takes turbo fuel because we were also joking about how his car has turbo mode, which does nothing. We weren't okay. joking about it. That's a serious fact. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is a yeah. fact that your car has turbo mode and does yeah. nothing. Okay. Uh, but anyway... So then just as I'm going towards the five guys, he like just in passing by me goes, oh yeah, no, actually the Civic's a diesel. (laughs) I don't know why it cracked me up. (laughs) Technically you could park in that parking spot if you had a diesel. Yeah, it doesn't specify. That is alternative fuel. I'd pull up in like a Cummins with dualies on the back. Like, yeah, this has alternative fuel. All right. Rolling coal. This runs runs off of Libtard's tears. (laughs) Put, well, ca- put carrot juice fuels. in this bitch. <laughs> You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a 6x6. Six six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. 
Welcome back, everybody, to the Vancouver Zach Boys Fucoli. podcast. That's who it was. Zach Fucali was the goalie. Welcome yeah. back to the fucking cricket show. Yeah, welcome back to Intrusive Thoughts yeah, with the Vancouver Boys this. podcast. As Alex just okay. said, we need to talk about cricket. Okay, so what? Team Victoria of the Sheffield Shield Cricket Association is up 209 to 9. Against? Against New South Wales. They're currently massive underdogs. They're underdogs? Yes. Put money on them. Okay, but as Jake no, 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 was okay. just explaining, though, cricket is like baseball with one inning. So this means nothing. Okay, I don't understand I the rules. I could be wrong. Because <laughs> I, don't want to get <laughs> I don't understand the rules because if they're the underdogs and they're up by 200 points, like, yeah. is the other team going to come back and odds. play rock, paper, yeah. scissors and get the fucking W? Like, <laughs> What's yeah. going on? Okay, here? so this all got brought up because earlier we found out that Australia is beating the West Indies 438 to three. <laughs> and this got us going, wow, what a blowout until we started looking at some of the other hockey scores. or cricket night in Canada scores. <laughs> and uh, it turns out yeah, everyone cr- is cricket up. Cricket night in Australia. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out everyone's up by a couple hundred right now yeah. on their opponents. So yeah. we're trying to figure out the scoring system. Jake has a theory that it's like baseball, but all the batters on one team go all at once. No, not, not all at once. <laughs> like in, 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 in a row. Like all yeah, in or order. sorry, in a row. And then the other team gets to go. So that's oh, why you get these but massive But only if you scores. get everybody out or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you actually understand cricket, like, you want to DM us on Instagram. But don't at just send Vancouver us. Boys Podcast <laughs> and, like, tell us the rules. Like, yeah, but don't, don't, just don't send just, us a link. <laughs> yeah, don't send us a link. Just, like, summarize. <laughs> Because I can't read. It is. <laughs> it is so hard to like understand this game, whatever. And Tyler can't read. <laughs> yeah, this is quite bizarre. Okay, so second half content. What's the first thing we're talking about in the second half? Hockey. <laughs> Tyler. Ooh. Tyler's favorite team. Oh, my favorite hockey team. What are we talking about? It, or, that, sorry, his favorite team to try to not relocate. Uh, Australia is the number one cricket team in the world right now. Oh, that explains why they're up 438 to three. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about our team. Are you looking up yeah, like yeah. world rankings yeah, here? I, I went to go figure out what was the biggest lead in cricket history, and they wouldn't tell me. This is supposed to be a hockey show. Yes. Can Let's get back cr- to can it. Can it be a cricket show? It, it, no, it's not a <laughs> cricket show. <laughs> what a mess. Should we just restart the second half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Try again. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. All right. Welcome back, everybody, from break. We got a bunch of stuff to jump into real quick. And a lot of NHL news to talk about. But before we do that, there is a team that I want to talk about first. Okay. This team does not have a name yet. Okay. They're going to have some absolutely sick jerseys. Okay. And this team's going to be dusty as hell. <laughs> and this is going to be our team. <laughs> what? Oh, like the team that we're going to start next season. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. The oh Vancouver boys God. are putting a team together, and oh it is going to be a shit show. That's what we need to put on our Instagram is get them to send us name ideas. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Name ideas for the hockey team. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, we do need that. We have jerseys set, though. Oh, they're oh these jerseys sick. are filthy. I mean, they're going to be clean. But like, our, our team is going to be, I don't I don't even know if we're going to be good, we're going to be bad, and we're going to be, our goaltending is going to be atrocious. I'm okay, going to well, right now. Well, who's our starting center? 
Alex, the uh, producer, I almost said the intern. <laughs> <laughs> producer Alex is rounding out our 1C with Marcus on the right. Just hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> For your information, I'm a very good playmaker. No. Yes, I am. <laughs> You've been to ball maker. hockey with yeah, me. Yeah, ball hockey. I go tape to tape every time. Yeah, we got to see it on the ice. You know what, Marcus? You're a tap-in king. That's like Andre Kuzmenko. That was like at the last game, though. You fed me three <laughs> tap-ins. I fed yeah. you a tap-in, too. Yeah. Four goals. Ah, <laughs> this is sounding... I, and then, I don't even remember. I get so many. And then Jake's <laughs> going to be on the left. So, so this is sounding like this line's already got some ball hockey chemistry. Yeah. So, so we're basically just, looking like the EK65 line. Let's just see if they can uh, they can yeah. translate this to the ice. Uh, yeah. I do not have anywhere near the same speed as Mikhaev, so I'm not going to be him. Wait, Alex, what number do you wear? 40. I usually wear nine. But I might switch it up. Wait, because if, if you wear five... Oh, no, sorry, I'm wearing ten. Because Jake wears six on, right? <laughs> no, I've never worn six in my life. Oh, no, you wear you eight and four, right? So I wear ten, you wear no. six. He wears four and 23. <laughs> 23? When are you, Michael Jordan? <laughs> you wear 23 Everyone four. always roasts me for it. No, so, okay, so... What, He's a I LeBron should, James fan. I already gave no. number four away, so... Oh, dude, I don't care. I'd wear, I'd wear 23. So, um, a couple years ago, uh, Tyler invited me to play on a team with him where it was fathers and sons. Um, and my dad doesn't play. So I was playing on the team with these guys and it was kind of cool. Cause like they all had this chemistry or whatever, cause it was fathers and sons. And as the team kind of got, you know, further along, further along, they asked me to join it full time. And when I had the chance to pick a number, I thought, you know, obviously my dad doesn't play on this team, but I think it'd be kind of cool if I picked his number. So, oh, that's cool. so my number for that fathers and sons team is 23. Cause that's my dad's favorite number. Hmm. So that's why I kind of thought, eh, maybe I'll keep up the, the whole 23 thing. So I'd be number 23. I did that too, but I did it for my whole career. I picked 10 because it was my dad's number. It was your dad's number? number? Yeah. yeah. Well, I already chose 10, so you're going to have to figure no, out. No, you're not number. taking 10, man. That <laughs> is my number. I've already told you. All right, so there's already some conflict in the locker room. The team hasn't even whoever, formed yet. Whoever wants to pay me more money can have it. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, no, you know what? This, this team is going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot of like, good friends of ours. A lot of. It's going to be so true. A lot, a lot of close. Oh, yeah. Close, chill, chill people. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, and you're good. playing in net. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Starting goalies. Yeah, we starting also goalie. We've been talking about Luongo a bit this episode. Are you going to pull a Luongo and be the captain and the goalie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a problem with that? We should all be captains. And and the general manager. Wow, you really are like Roberto yeah, Luongo. I'm, I'm taking this. I'm getting us jerseys. I'm doing. I'm taking this team to the next level. He's yeah, the equipment guy. He's the GM, the coach, the I'm goalie, the also captain, gonna beer be, guy. I'm also going to be the beer guy. So yeah. that adds up. There yeah. will always be beer. What's the, what's the beer, beer in the voice for this team? Pardon? What's the beer of choice for this team? Oh, God. I haven't no, figured no. it out, but I'm thinking. Shock top? No, I'm thinking it might. Shock no, Top's way, way too expensive. Too I'm thinking it's going to have to be something along the lines of like PBR Old Mill type deal. Yeah. Good cheap beer. Sneaky Weasel? Not no, <laughs> Sneaky Weasel is terrible. It's not bad. It's an awful beer. It's it's not good, but it's, it's quite bad. bad. It's it's very bad. It's drinkable. Anyway, it sounds like a fun team. Yeah. the uh, It's going to have a lot of people that I grew up with, too, that lived on the same street with me. Some family members of Jake's are going to play. Yep. 
And we're going to make some content with it, too. Oh, absolutely. Oh Marcus's so first time playing ice hockey. My first time being a goalie. We're going to have a lot of YouTube videos, yeah. a lot of content. To my first out. time as a forward. Yep. it's yeah. This team is going to be something. <laughs> I'm very interested in the logistics of getting a mic pack put on. Uh, I'm actually going to be mic'd up. I, I, I found one. Should, yeah, I think you, you found something. Yeah, I found one that'll be easy for me to wear as a goalie because I can strap it to like the inside of my chest piece. That's yeah. the thing. I don't know where I'm going to put mine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. We'll talk to Marcus's friend, Mike the goalie. Is that his name? Nick the goalie. Nick, Nick, Nick the goalie. goalie. Yeah, That's yeah, close. Yeah. We'll talk to Nick the goalie. We'll get some. Uh, we'll get some content. Some tips. Sure. <laughs> Big good idea. Yeah. But on to actual NHL news. Yes. Well, I mean, kind of an NHL team. Okay. The Arizona Coyotes, uh, they, they, just barely. They're playing in a university stadium, but the board has approved the new arena. So let's uh, let's hope that pushes through. I'm we'll keep shocked the Yotes here. in uh, in Tempe. Five years. I, I cannot believe that they actually approved this thing. It, it'll be five years before they leave. Oh no way! They yeah. build a brand new stadium. They're locking them in Kay. for like a minimum like ten year contract. I heard there was rumors no of a twenty five year contract that stated they could yeah. not relocate the team. Yeah, they have to, right? Yeah. The other thing Jesus. is like if you're gonna spend that much money because this stadium's gonna be crazy. Yeah. I've seen some like mock drawings. Yeah. Also, the Coyotes are getting Bedard one hundred percent. Like you think? Oh, imagine yeah. Bedard contract, with like yeah. Logan Cooley. I'm, I I think I don't know. I, I don't like saying this out loud, but. Part of me thinks that the draft is rigged. Like all of me thinks the draft is rigged. Yeah, I'm very open about that. They don't you know, do it in the public. It would make sense. This team is getting a brand new stadium. They've wanted to keep them there. If they get Bedard, it's part like, of the own. It, it's part of the plan. And then I guarantee you, if this team gets Bedard and has Logan Cooley, a couple young players, yeah. you could very well see Austin Matthews coming to the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, yeah. what's that guy's name? Tyler Dylan, the guy that the the Coyotes drafted with the Canucks pick. Oh, D- Dylan Dylan Gunther. Gunther yeah, 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 they got yeah. Gunther. They got Cooley. Man, this. Yeah, and they're partly owned by the NHL too. So if they were to rig it in their favor, yeah, would be the team. I think they're still partly owned. Probably. Yeah. If they don't get Bedard, like, I mean, any top four pick though is gonna be great this year. They're gonna get Mitchkov, yeah, and Mitchkov's gonna stay in the. In the <laughs> 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 and then they're gonna trade for Kuzmenko. Just to try and get Mitchkov to come back. <laughs> like, here, we got more Russians for you. Do you guys know what they renamed Gila River Arena? Gaylord Entertainment Center. <laughs> I wish. Because that was the rink that they used to play in. Yeah. What is Gila, Gila River? Huh? That's Arizona's old rink? Yeah, because it's on the Gila River. It's the river that runs through it. But they renamed that rink the Diamond Desert Arena. That's which I think uh, is sick After, name. like, the that's Diamondbacks? Sick. Or the Desert Diamond. One it's not as cool as Mullet Arena, but... I don't know. Yeah, yeah they, they do have a cool, pretty it's a close second. Yeah, they or have a Miami's new potential name. What's the new potential name in Miami? Uh, BBC Arena. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Bang Bros is trying to buy yeah, the Yeah, Bang Bros is trying to buy the arena. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. But BBC, yeah, you guys mentioned that a couple yeah, weeks ago. BBC Arena. Oh, boy. No, I, I feel like that would be cool if uh, the Yotes stayed because we we'll go catch a bunch more games if they got a nice new arena. A uh, another topic I want to touch on. It's a, a little bit sadder. Um, Chris Letang suffered another stroke. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel so bad for him and his family, and wish wish them all the best, and and hope everything gets better, and that he can get back to whether it's hockey or just the day to day life that he wants to live. Yeah, 
I mean, he just signed that new contract. Probably wanted to play, you know, the last kind of run with Sid and Latang. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, you know, that, that stuff means a lot to the guys for sure. Like from firsthand experience, it can be really scary when something like that just goes on with your body and you, you don't know why. And you know, there's nothing you can do to control it, right? It's not about eating better or staying healthy or whatever. It's just... It happens, and it can happen at any time, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. And that, that's a really scary feeling just to live with, right? Yeah, because... So, yeah, of course, all the best to him in his recovery. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I would assume he's a pretty healthy guy playing in the NHL and... Yeah, world-class. ...working athlete. out all the time. So it's just uh, it's one of those things that just kind of happens, and you hope for the best. In other news, coming from a uh, defenseman out of Toronto, or what was supposed to be a defenseman out of Toronto... <laughs> Mitch Marner. Yeah. 18 game point streak. That's pretty crazy for a defenseman. I know. <laughs> Sounds like Eric Carlson. Yeah, EK65, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I know for a long time we've been talking about Marner, about like he's the piece that's been, you know, not pulling his weight in Toronto. And he's the reason, or not the reason, but he's been a big part of the reason why they're not succeeding in the playoffs. You know, is this kind of like the mark of them taking the next step? Like, is this them showing that, like, okay, all this BS that we've done in the past, it's over and done with. We're moving forward. Here's my thing, and I'm not just saying this because I don't like the Leafs, but were they a better team last year or this year? Which Leafs was better? To be honest? I think it's this year. I think it's this year. Yeah. They're tied for a second in the NHL right now. Yeah, they're a, go- they're a good team, right? Like, And the goaltending situation has held up okay. I think it's, it's, it's still fragile but it's been okay and also they've had really solid defense even when they've had defense go down injured right but we're still only a quarter of the way into the season here like some of the stuff that they've kind of paper mache together like the goaltending and even the defense to an extent I don't know if that holds the course of an 82 season and I definitely don't know if that can hold up in the playoffs I don't know I mean Ilya Samsonov he hasn't played a bunch of games but still he's at uh, 2.09 goals against the same percentage of nine twenty four, that is quite good. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he had really good numbers in um, uh, Washington as well. But his biggest problem was when it came to the playoffs, he was a sieve. Yeah, yeah he'll and fit right in in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, the one thing about Toronto's team is you said that they have pretty solid defense. Their defense is dead. Yeah, and that's what it, I was saying. Like, it is not going to get any better. You have Brody on the IR. Yeah. You have uh, Jordy Ben is now on the IR. Morgan Riley, Muzzin. Jake Muzzin. So they what really, other defensemen do they have? Oh, well, they have uh, old man Giordano, yeah. right? Justin Hall, who likes to give the puck away. Uh, Victor Mete, Rasmus Sandin, and they traded for Connor Timmins. And don't they have uh, the Russian kid they got from Arizona, Libushkin? No, name? he's in uh, Buffalo now. Oh, is he? Yep he he was on a one like he that was the last year of his contract, and he resigned. Oh, okay, with yeah, the I Sabers. I think. Um, like, the whole defense situation out there, though, like, even though, yeah, it doesn't look good right now, it's been okay. Like, they haven't, they haven't, like, been blown out. They haven't even lost a game recently, you know? Like, it's not good, but it's doing better than a lot of places. It's better than Vancouver right now. Yeah. Well, that's not (laughs) I don't think it could be worse. Well, I mean, when you're missing four of your top defensemen, right? Like, you you would think any team in the NHL who's missing their four top defensemen, arguably four top defensemen, would have the worst defense in the league. But that's just not the case. No. E- even with the players they're missing, I think on the Canucks, the Leafs might take 
two of them and put them in their actual everyday roster. Yeah. Like the other ones would all be either sent down or benched. Speaking of the Canucks defense, there's something that I was thinking about earlier this week. And I don't know, I might just be pointing out the obvious, but I think that Quinn Hughes is like really, really overvalued in Vancouver. Like I think on most teams, he's the number two guy or number three guy. And I don't think it's fair that the Vancouver media has made him the number one guy. I, I disagree. I mean, you're really not giving him a lot of help. Like if you look at all these other teams that where they're they their number one guy is their number one guy, like Colorado. He's got Devontae's playing with him. Okay, well let's not compare him to the defending Stanley Cup champions. Let, <laughs> okay. Let's compare right. the pick, Vancouver. Pick another team. Because we're talking about them, the Leafs. Okay. Well, both all their defensemen are dead. But yeah. and you, the, you did have Morgan Riley and Jake Muzzin. Were either of them point per game? No. I don't think so. But Quinn, I also I, think, I don't think I don't think points is a good metric to use as on defensemen. I think it Quinn, is if you're an offensive defenseman. I, I think, think Quinn I think Hughes is, is a better defenseman than Morgan Riley. Offensively and defensively. Morgan Riley's not a good defensive defenseman. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. And Jake Muzzin, I mean, this year before he got hurt, <laughs> might have been the worst defenseman in the NHL. Yeah. He was having a rough year for sure. I just, I don't know. I was just watching Quinn Hughes and thinking to myself, I just, I don't think it's fair that they've made him the guy, the defenseman in Vancouver. I think that he's a phenomenal number two or number three, but I think you need to have another guy. I just don't think it's fair to him. I think right now he's doing as best as he can, but the problem is I think they're playing him with Shen, who admittedly they have really good chemistry together. But Shen can't eat big minutes, so that limits how often Quinn Hughes can be on the ice. And I think that's a bit of a problem. If they had someone like Shen who could play that defensive physical role that worked with Quinn Hughes who could play more minutes, I think that would help Hughes a lot. But right now, they can only use him in a limited capacity. Because right now, Quinn Hughes is tied for first in the NHL in assists as a defenseman. Mm -hmm. He's fifth in the NHL in... Offensive assists. Um, I mean, he hasn't been bad defensively. I'm trying to think of what would an ideal pairing for Quinn Hughes be? Colton Pareko. Well, like a TSI Colton. Like, who's similar to Quinn Hughes in the NHL right now? Miro Heiskinen? No, Miro Heiskinen's more defensive. Honestly, Miro Heiskinen might be the absolute most perfect pairing to put with Quinn Hughes. <laughs> Sorry, oh what the <laughs> fuck was that? Jesus. I thought he was gonna say, "Oh, sorry, I'm just allergic to this bullshit," and then go on. With something. <laughs> no, I just sneezed. Yeah, okay, we're not all like you and smelling things and sensing shit. I'm not allergic to anything. I just sneezed. I don't know. It's it's tough to compare him because he's obviously a smaller defenseman. So your initial thought would be someone like Sammy Gerrard or something like yeah. that, just because of size. But I think Quinn Hughes is. Has Quinn more Hughes. offensive upside. I think Quinn Hughes needs to play with a defenseman that's on the same level as Quinn Hughes. No, because, like... I would agree. That's the thing. Like Miro Heiskanen. Like, you look at somebody like Kale McCarr. He's playing with Devon Taves, who's arguably a top 10 defenseman. Do you think Quinn or Kale McCarr would be Kale McCarr with Luke Shen as yeah. his defensive pairing? I feel like he would still be good, but he wouldn't be... Yeah. McCarr. He, would, yeah. he wouldn't okay. take anywhere near the risks. He, yeah. he would be like a Quinn Hughes. Yeah. Like, Quinn Hughes needs another really good defenseman to play with to hit his full potential, I think. Are there any on the market right now? 
I mean, P.K. Subban was there. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let's see. I'll give you this, though, too. I, I hated your P.K. Subban idea from the very beginning. I, I remember that because I was in the hospital scared of, about everything, and I heard that, and that kind of snapped me back into it, and I was like, oh, wow, that's, wow. I came back. But, no, P.K. So Subban, you. yes, you saved me with your horrible take. You know, there was a player who was recently talked about this week about now being available, which I was stunned by, but might actually make a decent fit. Not the perfect fit, but a decent fit. Dustin Bufflin? No, he's uh, he's retired there, Marcus. <laughs> not Officially? John Klingberg. Um, no, not John Klingberg. Dante Fabro. The Predators actually mentioned that they wanted to move a defenseman, and a lot of people are speculating that it's probably Dante Fabro. What? I think he would be a good... A good fit for for Quinn Hughes. Okay, let's play GM here mm-hmm. because you you as a pretty knowledgeable Preds fan and you you have a base knowledge of the Canucks too. Yeah. What would you? What is a realistic trade? Because I'm trying to think. Because the, the tough thing about thinking about this is, like, we could sit here and we could talk about draft picks all we want, right? But that's not a realistic no. trade, right? No, no, no Dobson no. would have been a perfect Ooh. trade. No Dobson's not never getting moved though. Yeah, but there was potential talks about a Miller yeah. with Dobson. Yeah, yeah. Like last year. Which would have yeah, in hindsight, which right? Noah Dobson okay. and Quinn Hughes could have been something. Yeah. Um okay for Dante Fabro. I mean, this trade kind of depends on what what route the the Predators want to yeah. take. To be honest, Dante Fabro and a first professor. I kind of like Kuzmenko. What? I don't know. I can't, well, because think about it. Like, I'm pretty sure Dante Fabro's on an expiring contract. So is Kuzmenko. Um, they they both have kind of like around the same impact on their teams where they're not the guy. They're not even on the first line, but they still have some impact. I think I think maybe Kuzmenko, like a one-for-one one there. I, but <sighs> maybe maybe the Preds like throw in a little bit more, like a maybe like a third rounder. I don't know if the Canucks get rid of because Manko's just such a glue guy. Everyone loves him. Hey, look, I'm not the, saying the I'm city not loves him. I just, I just don't know. I'm just trying to think in terms of value. I think that he'd probably be a good piece. I think the only reason you're wrong is because of how cheap his contract is. He's not going to go to somewhere like the Preds in exchange for Fabro. I think he would go to a contender for something more, more valuable like to the Canucks because he's. He's a rarity where he's a player who could potentially yeah, be well, around he, the point per game mark that you're getting on a league min for one year. Yes, he's he a rental. More to like the Avs or something. Yeah, exactly. But if you're, you're a team contending, this is a guy you want. Yeah, but what you're going to get back is what I'm thinking of, right? Like, what's the return that you're going to get for Kuzmenko? I think Fabro and a and a mid round pick is actually a big return for Kuzmenko, especially considering he's someone that you're just just going to try to flip at the deadline. There's a question that came up on my. Twitter feed the other day and really got me thinking who is the best player in their perspective sport so like McDavid's the best player in the NHL yeah Patrick Mahomes could arguably be the best player in the NFL LeBron could be the best player in the NBA like where who do you think is the best in their um, perspective sport where like the gap is the highest between the best player and the second best player type deal. I mean, I would say at ball hockey, I'm far and away the best player. <laughs> I, I've seen a bunch of people talk about this, and, it, and to me, and it seems like to everybody else, it comes down to two people. For me, this is an obvious pick. It, but 
for other people, it seems like they, they say stuff, and it's just like, I just can't get behind it. Are we talking about, like, of the major North American sports and soccer? Like, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, well, yeah. we're basically is talking. Is a part of this? Cause <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about cricket. So we're talking about baseball, football, basketball, hockey, and soccer. Pretty much. It's between Connor McDavid and Shohei Otani. I disagree, man. You got to think about what Judge did this year. Shohei Otani is a way more uh, dominant baseball player than Aaron Judge. I agree, but like Aaron Judge broke the single season home run record. And for the Ju- Yankees. I thought that was for the league. No, that was just for the Yankees. No, he broke the league one too. No, that was just for the Yankees. No, 62? Yeah, that's that's league on non-steroid usage. Oh, right. Yes, yes, that's users. what it was. And then... But he also broke the Yankees' record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, the point I'm getting at is I think that the gap between Judge and Otani is smaller than the gap between McDavid and who would we argue is the second best player in the NHL. You could argue, you could make an argument for McKinnon, Matthews, or McCarr type yeah. deal. I don't know. Otani is just such a good batter, and also like he's a top five batter and a top five pitcher. That's just not a thing. Yeah. That's why I think, like, like yeah, Aaron Judge batting and Shohei Otani batting is probably not that big of a gap. Probably Aaron Judge is a better batter. <coughs> Aaron Judge is going to strike out more, but he's also going to hit yeah. more home runs. Yeah, but Aaron Judge doesn't have that pitcher's value. Like, Shohei Otani is probably the most valuable sports player in any of the sports. I've seen a lot of people put Patrick Mahomes into this category. Which I don't see why. I agree with you because, like, yes, he is an absolute freak. Like, yeah, he's the best player in the but NFL. Look at, but look at the roster he has year in, year out. He, like, he's throwing a yeah. – yeah, a lot of these throws are perfect, but he's throwing a Travis Kelsey and, like, Josh Allen's a great quarterback. Yeah. Like, you have all these other yeah. – Josh Allen, you got Tyreek Hill who's, like yeah. – who was on pace to break, like, the all-time yards. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady, all these other players in the league. Personally, I think Connor McDavid is my obvious choice. Yeah, the most dominant player at their sport yet. Yeah. I think it's Connor McDavid. Does McDavid ask for a trade after this year? No, no, <laughs> no. How many years does he have left on this contract? Uh, McDavid is a UFA in 2026, so he has okay. this season and three more seasons. Okay. I like. I don't see reality where he doesn't ask for a trade. I mean, this team still has no goaltending, no defense. And the closest, he's the, we were just talking about this. He's the best player in the sport by far, maybe by a further margin than any other player in any other sport. And the closest he's ever been to a championship is getting ruined by the team that won. The biggest problem with the Edmonton Oilers is they spent too much money on Jack Campbell and way too much money on Darnell Nurse. Yeah, Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, what's the return for McDavid? Now they have no money. But that, that's just it. They to have no, take any other players. If, if you're Connor McDavid, you have to be able to look at that and see this is a, a nearly unfixable problem. You're not going to win there because they've they've strapped themselves. Yeah, that Darnell Nurse contract's really the nail in the coffin. Yeah. There's How much is that again? Nine point five million. Yeah. There's there's two more solid defensemen you could get for that pr- that price at like five yeah. each, roughly. I, I, okay. It's a bad contract, but I don't think it's the nail in the coffin. It's 9.25. Like, you look at somebody like Buffalo. Yeah. They they were doing pretty well. I know they're not doing as great now, but they were able to put together a competent team. And they have Jeff Skinner making $9 million. 
Yeah, but when you're comparing them to Buffalo, like for me, it's thinking about how far away are they from a cup. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. The other thing is you have to look at, we talk about the nail in the coffin, and trust me, no one is going to know this better than Canucks fans. It's not one nail in the coffin. You know, it's not one Tyler Myers away from being a contender. It's not one Oliver Ekman Larson away. It's not one Jake Vertanen away. All these bad contracts, it's not one. The problem is all of them. I don't know. I think it might come down to just kind of one. Like, I think about the teams that have won cups in past, like in, in, in recent history. Mm-hmm. How many of them had, like, bad contracts? I think it's more about, I, th- I think it's less about bad contracts and more about good contracts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? Like, if it weren't for the fact that, you know, let, we can say Kucherov was underpaid. We can say Mc, uh, McKinnon, McKinnon was underpaid, yeah. right? We can say Crosby is... Crosby's never made more than $8.75 million in his career. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Like, so these cup winners, like, no, none of these teams have bad contracts. Yeah. And yeah, so that's true. And it's kind of like one of those things where we were talking about how no team had even made the finals until Montreal did it with a, a, a player or goalie making over $10 million. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, this team up front does not have a lot of bad contracts. They're yeah, um, Oilers? Yeah, they're they're pretty decent up front. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure they are. Dry settle is probably one of the best contracts in he's the He's eight eight five. Yeah. yeah. But he's gonna ask for a massive oh, yeah. increase. You got Evander Kane making five point one two five, which when he's healthy he's yeah, he's, he's worth, worth the money. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good contract. Um you can argue Hyman might be a little overpaid at five five. And um, Nugent Hopkins might be a little pay- overpaid at 5-1. But these are all still really good players. Yeah, yeah. their biggest problem is they're paying Nurse 9.25. They're paying Tyson Berry $4.5 million for absolutely no defense. Mm-hmm. And Jack Campbell's making... Jack Campbell's making 5. Cody Cece's making 3.25. And Oscar Clefbaum's making 4.167. So Jesus. in those couple players that you just mentioned, that is $25 million yep. wrapped up in that. You can get you can get a way better goalie for over just over $5 million. Um, lots of these teams that have been winning lately have had like young, talented goalies on cheap contracts. Mm-hmm. Other than say your Vasilevsky, obviously, but other teams that have been doing well. Well, that, that's why a lot of Canucks fans before this season said that the Canucks Cup window is Demko's contract. Yeah, it is when that again, everyone's pretty well aware he's going to rebound. I heard your guys' debate about that in the last episode, by the way. Yeah, what'd you think? I I think thank you for voicing my opinion that Demko's just injured right now because <laughs> I I do believe that and I, I appreciated that, but. He is, right? I, I think most people believe that he will rebound, and when he does, he's not taking another $5 million contract, not even close. I was disappointed that you guys called Gustav Forsling Forsberg. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, Gustav! He never even had a chance to play for the Canucks. He was so good out of, out of the World Juniors. And then we just decided, no, we're not going to develop because we're in win-now mode. We're going to go for Adam Clendenning. Like, bro. That's really? a win-now move, all right. Yeah, you ruined... Like, he's playing first-line D-pairing on the right side in Florida. Like, come yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah. I need to ask you guys this, because I, I was thinking about it. Oh, boy. And I think it's going to sound dumb when I say it, but I need you guys to actually think about it. Oh, yeah. we're used to yeah. it. Yeah, come on, man. Arizona gets the first overall pick this year. Yes. Okay. And they trade dumb. it That's to Edmonton dumb. for Connor McDavid. 
Is Edmonton in a better or worse position to go f- to the cup? Worse. Worse. Worse in the short term. I don't know. I, I here's, here's you know what? I don't know. think I don't think but I don't think Bedard's gonna Can we make a small tangent here? I don't think Bedard steps in and is McDavid. Sorry, but can we go on a small tangent before we answer that question? So we went to the Connor Bedard game on Friday. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. That's right. So we saw this kid play live. Um, what were your guys' impressions of watching Connor Bedard play for the Regina Pats? Well, he didn't want to play any defense. Yeah. Well, what I'll give him is this. His hands are unbelievable. And his vision. Yeah, he was able to make other players that are allegedly the same skill level or in the same league as him look like children. If he I just to, danced them. If I had to compare him to a player, I would compare him to Patrick Kane. He looks like he has... He yeah, reminds me same of like, amount of defensive skill, yeah, good yeah. hands, he, had he, good vision. He reminds me of Kane, but like more willing to like not just like stick handle your way out of problems. Like he forces the issue and then makes his opponents look stupid. Yeah, he's got that quick little release. Yeah, he he's more in your face about it than Kane or even McDavid. You can tell he's having fun. I mean, the shots were I think it was like forty five to thirty five or something. Forty seven. Like the Pats yeah. had a the Pats goalie yeah. had a forty seven save shutout. Yeah, like there's just no. And defense. he's undrafted, so uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Who I actually found out the Giants? He was their backup last year. Oh really? Yeah, that that goalie for the Pats. Oh, the that's why backup. he played so well. Yeah. But so my opinion on Bedard is I think, yeah, you guys are right. His vision's good. His hands are obviously crazy. His shot is really strong, too. But it's his speed. Like, I just... The thing that makes McDavid McDavid is his speed, right? Yeah. Like, his acceleration and his top-end speed is just crazy. And what he's able to do with the puck at that speed. Bedard does not have that. No, he doesn't. He's a very different player. More like Kane, where he's not a fast player. Exactly. So... That's why I think Bedard is a very good player, but he is not a franchise player unless he has someone to play with. I agree with that. So I would compare Bedard more to Austin Matthews than I would Ooh, yeah. Connor McDavid. I, I can see that. Yeah. So the so trend, good hands, the, yes. the, the the sneaky quick release, mm-hmm. the the same type of player. They both have the same skate tuck. So my answer to uh, Alex's question of you know, would they trade McDavid for Bedard? It would be the fleecing of the century. If it, I know it would be a fleece. And everybody, anytime you trade somebody like Connor McDavid, the team that traded Connor McDavid is going to get fleeced. But you don't have that $12.5 million salary cap. And That's players nowadays are coming in way better than they were before. And I don't think it's crazy to say that Connor Bedard coming into the league, playing with Leon Dreisaitl, could not be a top line on a Stanley Cup winning team. The problem is, is if if you bring Connor Bedard into that team, you have to play him with Leon Dreisaitl. Now you can't split them up and have a one-two punch. Yeah. Well, now you, you only have a first line. Your second line becomes garbage. Let's 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 have some fun. And Dreisaitl and Bedard playing one-two on the first line. Yep. You got Nugent Hopkins and Evander Kane playing. One two on the second line. Okay, I don't think Nugent Hopkins is a good enough second line center. I disagree with that. I think he I think be. I think no, Nugent Hopkins liner. is a third line center on the Canucks, potentially a fourth line center if we split up Miller and put him back to center. Well, yeah, but that's also the Canucks do have pretty good center depth, though. So All right, pick pick a team in the NHL and you put you put uh, other than like some garbage team. 
and you put Ryan Nugent Hopkins as a second line. I'm trying to think of like a middling team in the NHL right now. How about he'd be a fourth line center on the about, Blues? How about like the Los Angeles Kings? I don't even know who their second line <laughs> yeah, center I don't is. Um, <laughs> I, I need to finish this because yeah. okay, I, sorry, I sorry, am sorry. winning the, the Oilers to Stanley Cup. Oh, boy. So with that $12.5 million salary cap, they're going to sign Matt Dumba to a $6 million deal. Gets their defenseman. And then they're going to sign Patrick Kane to a $6 million deal to pay on that first line. <laughs> Come on. And that is Stop. winning the Stanley Cup. Stop. Wait, is Kane's contract <laughs> up at the end of this year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which which line is if, Patrick Kane playing on? He's playing on the first line. So you have the same player twice. Yeah. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. What Alex is saying, obviously, like, yes, we're talking, like, NHL GM mode, like, bullshit here. I don't hate it. Like, you I save a lot of money. Hate it. You Not only do you bring in another first liner as well as what is going to be potentially a franchise player, you also save, or you're getting rid of $12 million to, to do that and address your defense. I like it. Sure, right. but you're not convincing either of those guys to play in Edmonton. Okay, how about this? Yeah, you're also not convincing McDavid to go to era fucking Zona. <laughs> no, how about this? Him, how about you get rid of Darnell Nurse, or for the better, you don't sign that Darnell Nurse contract. Yeah, and you have the money anyway. There's $9 million. <laughs> now you can, and then you get rid of... What do you mean of, don't sign? It's been signed. Okay, well... If, yeah, if I had a time machine, yeah, that's a different story. All right, well, Oscar Clefbaum's contract's up at the end of the year. Ooh, what about instead of Patrick Kane, they get Ryan O'Reilly? Nah, Kane's uh, your better option there. You think so? I think so, yeah. Ryan O'Reilly's getting older. I mean, not that Kane's young, but yeah. Yeah, but he's just not the, I don't know. I, I feel like the Oilers, the reason the Oilers are good is because Kane makes those players, or not Kane, uh, McDavid makes those players around him better. You can put a shittier player on the first line and have him get a bunch of points. Right, but Kane is going to make those players better too, and theoretically so would Bedard. Yeah, but they're all going to be on the same line, and then you're going to have all this junk. You, do you think Do you think of Vander Kane? You think <laughs> Kane of, and Kane playing together? <laughs> you think of Vander Kane is going to be a better player when he has Ryan Nugent Hopkins and freaking what, Kyler Yamamoto on his line? That line's going to be fucking terrible. I don't know. And their defense is still going to be atrocious. Matt Dumba is not fixing this team's that, defense. That I agree with. I think uh, there's better options and there. Freaking, they have Jack Campbell signed forever, and Stuart Skinner's going to want a contract by the time they trade McDavid. I don't think it's crazy to think that the Oilers would, I don't want to say better off, but their chances might increase if they were to trade McDavid. I think the Arizona Coyotes are better off to just not trade for him, keep Bedard, try and get Kent Johnson out of Columbus, and then you got Kent Johnson, Bedard, Logan Cooley, Dylan Gunther, and you're building your team around four super young, good players. I think there's a world where, because all those U.S. development uh, program players, like there's a bunch of them that have come out and that have yeah. all played together all close. You think they all just signed to one team and just all play together? Why not? That would be quite crazy. Right? In Arizona. Like, you don't see that much in hockey, but, like, in, like, the NBA, you see players taking pay cuts to go play with, like, their friends, go join a team, make a super team, like the Golden State Warriors. That's what I was saying we should have done with Max Domi. 
I don't no, think I don't think, I don't think Max, Max, Max Domi's not Kevin, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I mean, I, I think Max Domi would have had a big impact on this. Team. Max Domi's like four feet shorter. <laughs> like, come on. Okay. Kevin Durant is like two Max Domi's. Well, if that's the case, then we need Mitch Marner. We need a what? Yeah, he was a London Knight at one point, right? <laughs> yeah, not with. Oh my! Never so mind. was Ole Levy. Oh, we need Ole Levy back. God, you know what this is making me want to do? Clean off. Jump into a Clean. pool. What? <laughs> Clean off by jumping into the inbox. Skadoosh. All right, we got a ton of fantastic Kung Fu questions. Panda reference over there. A ton of fantastic oh, questions that is today. Kung Fu Panda. Is it? Yeah. Did but, you just uh, did you just say skadoosh and not know what it came from? Uh, it's, it's also a word. It, yeah. Kung Fu Panda didn't create it. I've definitely heard it before, but I had no idea it was from Kung Fu You guys Panda. heard it before Kung Fu Panda. Now that you say Kung Fu Panda, I can picture him saying, yeah, that was the, the whooshy finger hold. Yeah. That, like, I was convinced anyway, that there was a way you could do that in real life. I think everybody tried doing the whooshy finger hold at yeah. one point. Like, there had to be a way to just, like, lightly clamp someone's index finger, and then you could make, like, a shock wave the yeah. size of a city. <laughs> <laughs> You just so had to do it correctly. It, yeah. <laughs> you get the right angle. Pressure yeah. points. You had to time your skadoosh right. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a ton of questions in the inbox to talk about. But now that Marcus and Alex have been talking for ages, <laughs> ages, we can only get through a couple of them. All right. First up here. How the fudgicles are the Seattle Kraken fifth in the NHL? How do you spell fudgicles? Uh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. <laughs> it's a family-friendly show. I can't. I couldn't say what it what it said, even though I'd s- sworn like ten times already this episode. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. I did say era fucking zona earlier. Um, <laughs> sorry, mom. You good? <laughs> sorry, I'm an alcoholic. Um. What was the question? <laughs> Seattle How? has just yeah. They're I don't know. Banding together. Where did this come from? Matty Beneers is the best player in the NHL. It, it's like the, this is, reminds me of Vegas's run in their inaugural season, except yeah. Seattle's doing it in their second season. Mm-hmm. With Shane Shane right too. He, he was in the minors. Yeah, and they have Martin Jones. Martin Jones, what a comeback! Comeback player of the year, right there. <laughs> and they have Philip Grubauer. <laughs> and they are paying a lot of money in goaltending with. Yeah. Grubauer, um, Martin Jones, and who was that other goalie? The, the one from goalie. Florida, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, he was like Scott, uh, something. Scott he, he was like the face when yeah. they were like. I thought he was going to be a star. I thought team. he was going to be the starter. Though. Yeah, his last name starts with a D. It's like Scott Drieger. 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 That's right. Yeah, yeah. Drieger. Yeah. Well, he's I think making a good chunk of money too. So yeah. it's a good thing all their players are twelve. Not all of them, man. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Who'd they sign this offseason? Burakowski? Yeah. That was a good pickup. Yeah. They also got, uh, who'd they get from Columbus? Bjorkstrand? Oh, Bjorkstrand. Bjorkstrand. Yep, that was a solid pickup. Yeah. I mean, it them. is like the Vegas team where they don't really have a superstar, but just a bunch of like players with no home, you know, come to Seattle. Yeah. Make a bunch of transients. I don't know what that means. <laughs> a bunch of foster children. <laughs> Is transients also from Star Trek? No, transient. Being a transient just means like you're uh you're always on the move. You're like a homeless guy. Are you a Star Trek fan? No. <laughs> Walk. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if they say walk. No, I, think they say I think there's a guy. Spock. Named. 
Spock. That's what it is. <laughs> they don't say that. It's a guy's name. Is his name Spock? Yeah, they don't just walk around and go, oh, Spock. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like instead Star of hello. Oh, Spock. Is this like in like 60 years in the future? Like, oh, what's Spock a lockin? <laughs> Spock a lockin? <laughs> You imagine Chris Rock in Star Trek? Oh my good God! <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> okay, keep my wife's name. Could you imagine Jada in Star Trek? Should fit right in. I mean, <laughs> what an alien? <laughs> What planet are you from? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what what else is in the inbox here? Oh, <laughs> uh, we didn't answer the question. <laughs> oh yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, we kind of. I yeah, did. I did. feel like I gave my two cents. It's yeah. because they're doing what Vegas did. They just waited. I until literally said that. <laughs> you didn't. It was completely my Shut take. Because the yeah. they're good. <laughs> All right. Wait, who said that? The cra- said it that. definitely came from this side <laughs> of the room. Okay. I, I think I said it. Oh, you're just, uh, yeah. you're here for scraps. It definitely came it. from this side of the room. I, I, I know I first. first but I don't know. No, I definitely said it first. All right, we got another one here. If you could give Alex one objective, <laughs> what would it be? One, An did objective? you say objective? objective? You have one task. Yeah, be- Boost this podcast so that we get better numbers than the Joe Rogan podcast. That's your objective. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think I know how to do that. <laughs> we just got to say some very controversial shit we're not allowed to talk about. And Again? Have, <laughs> and have Elon Musk on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, it, it, did it actually say objective? <laughs> no. Oh. What did it say? What? Okay, so. <laughs> what does it say? First of all, this is actually from the memes guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And second of it's all, it open. says objective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So what? you're going to make fun of my mustache, but you can't spell? Oh, <laughs> Okay, wait, did you guys see his story on Instagram when the Spotify raps came out? No. no. Boys, he listened to our podcast for over 12,000 minutes. Do we even have that many released? <laughs> this 12,000 12, minutes. I'm not going to lie to you. Did I'm he? still trying to comprehend the fact that I've been alive for 12,000 minutes. <laughs> wait, you know, did he listen to anything else? I think, <laughs> I how, think, many, how many... Minutes are in a year. More than 12,000. <laughs> well, duh. But, like, what percentage? Do we, do, we, it. do we have 12,000 minutes okay. of, like, playing so time? So each, each one of our episodes is roughly 80 minutes. So if you take 12,000 and divide it by 80, you'll be able to find how many episodes you listen to. I can do that. You could also just Google it and find out that 12,000 minutes? It's 150 episodes. Okay, we that's have half a, that. So he's okay, listening so, to every episode so, Okay, now it makes sense. Oh, he's okay. trying to find content. But... Uh, that is also the equivalent of eight and a half days. That's wow. it? Yeah. You know what, man? Dude, this I know you're dick. listening to we, this we at should, least yeah. once. We should pay him. We we appreciate the your fuck support. Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, pay me. <laughs> oh shit, I forgot to send out those checks. <laughs> That's like that thing from where the Millers that I you got guys paid are getting for- paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got paid four times. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, movie. like on a serious note, though, thank you so much for your support. Yeah. Everyone yeah. out there who listens to the podcast. But yeah, you guys are e- awesome. even if you're not them. quite listening for 12,000 minutes. Yeah, we, we still appreciate it. And if you have listened for more than that, you can get paid too. 
No, you can't. <laughs> Don't say things like that. Why? I will pay people. Is there another question in the inbox, or should we just? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that I think that does it for the inbox. I think that's that's all the time we have. It is all the time we have. And speaking of the time, it's time for Tyler's, Tyler's surprise, surprise headline. headline. It's Tyler's surprise headline. Oh yeah. <sighs> so many of them. Why do you way. always fake. do that? Like, it's like, <laughs> one million percent fake. <laughs> <laughs> You, well, you do that every time, too. I've noticed these things now with editing all the times. So every uh-huh. time, Tyler's surprise headline. And then Alex is like, it's real. It's real this week. I didn't even say anything. Wait, what's your record? I didn't even, I I didn't remember, even, I didn't I, even I make a noise. Say, oh, you, you made a noise, all right. I was That's just why like, we started this. <sighs> yeah, you know, it was like a... <laughs> hey, wait. Alex was, Alex had a really good record I for a long time. I haven't lost yet. So what, what are you, like 4-0, 5-0? I think, I'm like, yeah, I think it's 4-0. Okay. All right. This one's this one's tough. This one's tough. I don't even know if I could talk about it. <clears throat> At this point, man, I think we're good. All right. I mean, if, if Uni- University of Florida quarterback arrested for ch- having child porn uh, on its computer on its computer, so he doesn't identify. <laughs> <laughs> this is not as. Surprise headline as usual. This mm. one's like, this is weird. They're all weird. I, I almost want to say fake, and you also just didn't have enough time to come up with anything. <laughs> so you just, you, you like computer AI generated a surprise headline, but then didn't let it finish. <laughs> like there should have been, and then also police detectives find out that he bought it from crack addict <laughs> on flocka <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's fake marcus but alex is just straight to business <laughs> i'm i'm praying it's fake i mean damn yeah i'm for sake of inconsistency i'm gonna say it's real also wait a sec like when you picture like a person that does something that bizarre they're not in like college or university usually. They're mm. like, you know, at least 35 and up. Right? Maybe it was the coach. You uh, said the quarterback. Yeah. I, but he could have been lying. It could have been like coach. Tyler. He's the quarterback, the catcher, the kicker, the coach, the <laughs> yeah. GM, the jersey designer. Yeah. All um, right. Yeah, I saw this headline. Uh, it's real. Grotesquely. You saw oh. this headline. It yeah. is real. Oh no! Yeah, God, gross. was it Jameis Winston again? <laughs> what do you? What, did you just say again? <laughs> did you hear the Jameis Winston story? That came no. Okay, oh. when he was the quarterback of the uh, University of Florida <coughs> State Seminoles, he <laughs> he was projected to go first overall in the draft, and he did go first overall in the draft. Okay, but in the year that he was expected to be drafted, he stole a chicken from Safeway and got arrested. <laughs> Oh, I did hear about this. That's right. Yeah. Oh, damn. This, yeah, yeah, okay. So that guy may be younger than 35, but you no. Know, he, the, the, he sure looks like he has child porn on his yeah, computer. this is child porn. This is not stealing chicken. <laughs> that, ah, yeah. dude. You just. Like, I get these are supposed to be funny and all, but like, yeah, that's just not funny. Like, no. like gross. Dude ruined his football career because he's fucked. Yeah. Like. Like, yeah, I don't know what the details are, but it's not a good. No, thing. that's, that's kind of why I said it the way I said it. 
Because I was like, yeah. we, you know what? I want to address this, but I don't know where or how to. But I also don't want to get into details, so I kind of just yeah, I leave it pretty vague. Yeah, left it but, vague, but yeah, I mean, this kind of stuff's messed up, man. Like that is for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> that so. like that's one too many hits to the head, man. Something's not wired correctly in there anymore. <laughs> yeah, I sure how I sure as hell hope that that's the problem. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so sorry for ending this one on a uh, weird, note. a weird, sad note. But um, yeah, could, child we could, pornography we could end is on a happy not note, right. Though. We never did give Alex an objective. No, I would say Smosh, Spock. <laughs> oh my god! What? You That's can't even do the hand. That's thing. a W. Alex needs to come up the with Eagles. our gun. <laughs> no, Alex needs to. <laughs> Alex needs to come up with our damn team name. Yeah. You've seen that, right? There's oh, got to yeah, be a good yeah. one. No, we need to w, put a poll out to the listeners to pick a team name. Yeah. We eat those. And if we don't like any of them, I'm not picking any of them because yeah. this is going on a jersey. Yes, please give us team names. This is, again, my first ever on-ice hockey experience that I'll be playing in, so please pick a good name for that. I'm Keller Sr. No, you're not. <laughs> Number zero one. <laughs> and I will be... The goaltender. <laughs> Anytime I see a jersey that isn't just number one, it's zero one. It just makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, I know. Or double, double zeros. zeros. Yeah. yeah. That like, what is that? Didn't Westbrook wear double zeros? Yeah. yeah. I, think. I, I feel like I just have to pick a bizarre number as a goalie. Oh yeah. Like, I'm it's not, it's not going to be your number. typical like one thirty one no. thirty five type deal. Like we're going like maybe Tara Sank showing that or something or like. Ooh. <laughs> 91. <laughs> or or Vassy. What's uh, the weirdest number? 100. That you could throw on. That you could <laughs> throw on number a 100. Gretzky? Weirdest number you could throw on. I mean, like weirdest. A, I mean, you could you could go with the obvious pick and pick 69. No. What about like 37? <laughs> like 73. You let us know. DM <laughs> us. Send us an uh, What about like DM 9? <laughs> Justin Dowling or like 73. Eight. Like Alex, o- weird. Alex Ovechkin, number 8 in that. <coughs> Ooh, what about 78? I can't think of a 78. I, I would rather wear 77 as a goalie than 78. 77 would... Nazem Kadri. Quinn Hughes. <laughs> why did, yeah, why why did Nazem Kadri come to your head? That's embarrassing. Leafs yeah. fan? Yeah. Question mark? Fake, fake <laughs> fan? Casual Canucks fan? Casual. <laughs> what a Such casual. a casual answer. Casual. <laughs> Yeah, I wish you guys could see his face yeah. right now. We should probably he's, he's hard resetting. Figure out. We should probably end this before happened. Marcus self destructs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm say number one. He's gonna say Matt Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Murray does not wear number one. Wow! <laughs> oh, a true Leafs fan true would only know that. Whoa! Matt Murray. Oh, right, he does play for the Leafs. <laughs> oh, 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 casual. Well. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. If, if you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube, all of which we are at Vancouver Boys Podcast. On TikTok, you can find Tyler at nah, Vancouver Boys. No, nope, that would be that would be Twitter, not TikTok. I said TikTok. You Thanks said, for hanging out with us. You said Twitter. See you on the next one. Peace. <laughs> Dude, you have 90 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Spock. <laughs> you have 90 minutes every week to figure out what you're going to say, and you always have nothing. Well, because you say... What do you say after peace? 
Whatever you want. But you just can't. Peace is like a way to end a conversation. Like you don't end a conversation on see on the next one. Like you could, but you can also add on. Exactly. To it. See on the next one. It's kind of stupid. I will agree. No, it's not stupid. What? <laughs> no, see on the next one. It's it's endearing. My fans like it's like I'm talking to them like, directly. Yeah, all right. Like you're let, not ending unless it. it's a mass. You peace. Know? Okay. Peace ends it. Okay. Let, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Yeah, that's what I mean. Let's try it again. Ends it. Thanks for hanging out with us. I gotta take a piss. <laughs> 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 all right. Spock.